Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gambit Podcast. This is a Grand Arena and sort of Territory War-focused podcast. I'm Solobase15. I'm here with my good friend Zareth, and we will have a special guest star after the news segment. So, uh, Zareth, how are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing well, Solo. I think it's about time we just face facts and um, let the Territory War piece of this uh, podcast go because I don't, I don't think we've ever talked about territory wars in uh, any special form. That's that that's very possible. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just territory wars aren't as fun anymore. It's you place the same five teams, then on offense you face the same five teams, and that's <laughs> that's all it is. That's what territory war has become. And if you're in some guilds. Um, that aren't mine. Uh, you know, you even have people telling you which teams to fight. Like, there's no – there's strategy at the top end, but not for the individual player anymore, which is sort of disappointing. Well, it is. You know, I I remember the magic of the first Territory War, and I remember getting to the very bottom of my roster because – no, everyone was just fumbling at each other. It's a mid-range, you know, upper mid-range guild versus an upper mid-range guild. And everyone just, it was like we had a turtle zone, I remember. <laughs> you know, like we had one zone where we put a bunch of good teams. And the question was, which zone should we put that turtle zone? And otherwise, everything else was, uh, you know, just like random hodgepodge of crap. And I, I remember just like facing you know like gear 10 tuscans with my random like gear 11 jedi you know like with me and like just really random stuff and just feeling so much satisfaction um in that and you know it got it got pretty complex pretty quick but now it's it's like you know it's just not as interesting. I, you know, if I was planning them, I guess at the high end, I'd be a little more interested. But as it stands, I'm like, I'll, I'll do my attacks and we'll move on. So, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, you know, I am even planning them. And to be honest, I, it's just the same thing over every week. It's the same thing. It's like you really don't see anything new. It's, all right, are we going up against an efficiency guild or are we going up against a heavy defense guild? And then once you know that, that the rest of the territory war is decided itself, basically. You know, the most interesting part that I've found is uh, what fifth character will they include with their General Grievous squad? <laughs> yep, that's, that, that honestly is the only thing that differs every territory war. Yeah. That and... <laughs> Is it a full Grievous uh, wall in the front where both front sections are Grievous? Or do they have it stacked where it's like you beat one Grievous section to get to the next? That's the yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually you, you got to see like Commander Luke somewhere probably. Yeah. Or maybe not. Or Padme. Like whatever characters don't counter Galactic uh, or you know, the Galactic Legends. Right. You know, so. So, like, Padme is mostly spared from that. Sometimes, though, you'll even see a Padme zone without General Kenobi because there's a squad that uses Kenobi as a counter to Supreme Kylo. So, <laughs> yep. like, I don't know. It's 
on on some levels it's interesting uh, i think the thing i don't like about territory wars that i love about grand arena though is how much agency i have in grand arena if i just want to screw myself i can yeah. if i you know if i'm just like you know what uh, and i've not i've never felt like this or done this for uh you know my mine account but like having the option is nice like if I wanted to, I could just be like, I'm just not going to play this match. I'm just going to mail it in. Like, you know, if I needed to, that's fine. If I'm with a guild, though, in, in Territory Wars, I'm not saying that, you know, if there's anything wrong with this, but I feel a certain level of responsibility toward the guys that I'm with, and I don't want to let them down. And so I feel obligated to pay as much attention as I can and not screw up my attack. And, you know, if I fail... It's like this big thing of like, oh, I can't believe, you know, it's like there's pressure that, that even my guild is frankly exerting it on me. They're, you know, it's all, it's like put, me putting pressure on myself. But then at the same time, it's so annoying and frustrating when other people in that same guild don't put that same level of care and effort into it. And even at the high level, like, you know, <laughs> you you hear you hear a lot of like, you show you show someone a counter and they say, well, that that seems like a good one for you, but is it neckbeard proof? <laughs> meaning, meaning like, can we actually make all 50 people in our guild do this with a high chance of success? Or is it too technical and too, you know, variable where you just, you know, you're making, you're making these decisions, uh, you know, too many, too many complex decisions. Because, it does, you know, you can't find, no guild has 50 transcendent PVP guys. Like, it, that just doesn't, you know. Right. I do pretty good. I do pretty well at, at PVP. And yet, there are still a lot of counters that my guild uses that I'm still just, like, I'm still trying to learn and, you know, work on. So. Yeah. It, you know, I run, well, now I run Territory Wars in two guilds. Um, but in the one guild... I've resorted to just, I save Jedi Knight Revan solely to counter the Newt Nest squads that I guarantee you we will fight every single round, just because it's so much easier for me to say, okay, take Jedi Knight Revan and just demolish this team with Nest, than sitting there and having to type up like, a three paragraph flowchart of how to beat the team with somebody else. And it's just like, you know, it's just easier on me. Use Revan, go. And it works. So, you know, why not? Well, I, I think the thing for me too is territory wars can take a lot of time and effort. You know, you're trying to get your counter teams. Like if you're doing it at a, at a really high level, you, you take time to, do things, you know, you, you get your teams modded the specific way because a lot of the counters you need, you know, certain characters to go first or whatever. And then, you know, so you're, pra and you're practicing these things in arena sometimes. And then, uh, you know, you actually go into the match and you have to find the right team to make sure that, you know, it meets all your different speed ranges. And then you, you know, request permission to do it. And, you know, it, you get accepted or rejected after someone reviews the match. And, all of this is great in a high-end guild. Like you want that to some to some degree, uh, you know. To like the more control the officers have, the better. Frankly, you know, the better results 
and I won't deny, like my guild was very effective, but at the same time, it takes a lot of time and effort. And at the end of the day, if I get the, if we get a loss, like it's basically the same reward anyways. Right. There, there's not, it's what one Zeta and like 50 GET currency is the difference between a win and a loss. Yeah. Another Omega, I guess, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's for pride and that's, there's nothing wrong with competing just for pride and for being the best, but you know, the time you spend, the time investment can be pretty brutal. So, uh, right. you know, Grand Arena, the prizes aren't amazing, but if you just mail it in and decide not to participate, as opposed to if you win your, your whole group, like, it's just a pretty substantial difference, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, we've already kind of gone off, off target in the podcast early. Um, so let's get into the first segment. The first segment is actually our news segment. We did get news uh, this past week, and it's news of no news, essentially. Um, you know, in April, they said that we would get a road ahead. In May, last week, they came out and said, we want to give you the road ahead, but we're still working. We're still fixing the infrastructure of this game. We have a lot of things planned. We just can't <clears throat> announce it yet because we haven't finished working on the first project we're working on. So we can't release the second project. Um, and then, of course, the Reddit echo chamber went wild, saying how they're being slighted and this game is dead, yada, yada, yada. I think the important part to take out of this is you don't improve the infrastructure of a game you plan on shutting down in six months. Um, so they would not be doing this if, quote, unquote, the game is dead. Um, so my takeaway is it sucks. I wish they could release the solo content that they say that they've been developing. But at the same time, I take it as nothing but a good sign. Yeah. Um... The, the Reddit echo chamber is real. You know, people, I can't believe, you know, like they they just won't, they don't want to release new content. The game is dying and it's, <laughs> it's just, it's so annoying, frankly. And, yeah. uh, you know, they're, and then they, they released more of the stay and play things, you know, events right. for us. And people are like, really? We're not actually getting more things to play? And I don't know. I, I got into a few interesting discussions, we'll call them, yeah. on Reddit. And, it, you know, like there was that guy who was like, I don't even play anymore, but the devs are so ridiculous. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> you, you haven't played for a year. And like, what makes you actually think you understand what you're talking about at all? It, it was, I don't know. It's just such an interesting thing. But in the end, it's like, they're building things up so that they can actually produce good content. Like they don't expect the game to just disappear and wither and they're not, they're not just milking us for our last few dimes and going to be off on their way. Like we're, we're going to get a substantially better game and people saying there's nothing to do in the game are crazy. I, uh, yeah. I spend a ton of time in the game right now and I don't even raid 
actually. Like I don't have time to raid. So yeah. like I could spend I could spend a substantially, you know, larger amount of time, frankly. So but people between, saying they need they need yeah. new content because they're bored are crazy. Go ahead. Between the game and Discord, which surrounds the game, I am on my phone an average of three and a half hours a day. Like what else do you how much time do you want to devote to this mobile game if i'm already putting in three and a half hours a day a day towards this game i i just i don't i don't get those people though i did see a post on reddit today that made me giggle because you know the easiest way to farm instant karma on reddit is to ask when cg is going to fix the fives quote-unquote bug and so of course there's (laughs) another one of these posts and every single comment when i looked on the post was saying uh something along the lines of it's not a bug like i don't understand what the big deal and so this one guy says to him can you even tell me what the bug is (laughs) and so of course the original poster doesn't answer the questions he's like well, you just don't understand. The guy's like, no, you don't understand. It's such a narrow focus of where, and because they were specifically mentioning the cam mission as well. And the guy's like, well, I shouldn't have, you know, we can't put fives in the last spot. And the guy says, do you understand how Django and uh, the Reek are doing the damage? And he's like, this will never be a problem in the mission. The guy's like, well, then they shouldn't say that it's a bug. And the guy's like, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. And so, like, <laughs> I'm following this back and forth, and it was probably my favorite thread just because it was before all of the people that don't play the game started commenting on the thread. So it actually had the people that know the game commenting on the thread, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to look at this tomorrow morning and it's going to be a just total cluster. But for right now, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just so funny. People are like, they, they need to fix the fives bug instead of worrying about bugs that don't actually impact people. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the fives bug. I can't think of a circumstance where it's ever come close to screwing me. No, no. Right. And for those of you who don't know what the bug is, it's where, um, you know, if if Fives uh, dies in the same AoE as another clone, then uh, if Fives isn't in the fifth slot, if a different clone is in the fifth slot and that's the clone that dies, then um, then Fives won't actually sacrifice himself. He'll just die, and the other clone will, will just die. But the survivability level of Fives compared to all the other clones, like, the other clones all die way, way, way before. Anyways, so. Uh, yeah, it, it's, oh God. That whole Five Bugs thing angers me so much because nobody actually knows what it is. They just know the word Fives bug, and they're like, this is stupid. Oh, yeah. okay. they say, I I have fives. I want I need my bugs my bug fixed. <laughs> right. And nobody here's the thing. 
this has been it's not just a fives thing this has been a thing in the game for years now nobody says they need to fix the daca bug nobody says they need to fix the jolie bug even though to get your team running the way you want they need to be in the second position rather rather in the fifth position you don't want them dying last you want them dying first to an aoe nobody ever brings it up because they don't know what it actually is yeah they don't they don't get it so anyway whatever it's, uh, it's just funny yeah so moving uh, on with news we had a galactic chase it's now i believe it's now over or it's over in a couple minutes at least um it was the y wing it's funny if you watch some youtubers they're saying this is the best fleet ever with the republic or not the republic the rebel y wing if you go on certain forums and reddit they say that this y wing is awful because people think that a four star anything should be meta defining um let me ask you, did you get or did you unlock the Y Wing? I did. He he's a four stars and a couple shards. I yeah. I got pretty bad drops. Someone was telling me all you all they needed was uh all they needed to do was use the, the three fifty refreshes, you know, like the three fifty crystal refreshes every day to unlock theirs. And that that's false. Unless that they got incredibly false. lucky. Unless they got incredibly lucky, they didn't get the unlock. They spent money or something, mm-hmm. and they just want to pretend like they're better than you. <laughs> yeah, because I did, I did up to the three one hundred refreshes, and I unlocked mine and got an additional twenty seven uh, blueprints or shards, whatever you want to call it. Um, so there's no way they did it all with just fifty. It's a two percent drop rate. Yeah, it was it was pretty tough to get it to four stars, which it's fine. Uh, four stars, you just don't you can't take them in take it in for reinforcements necessarily because you right. need five stars to get that. But um, it's a good ship. It's not. I I'm gonna reserve judgment. I will say that at the top end, a lot of other a lot of guilds are um, considering it a superior ship to be able to you know for counters and stuff. I think it's you know, I've heard a I've heard a few different guilds say that they're you know everyone wants to they want people with Y wing because it's the Rebel Y wing is is a good ship and for those of you who haven't really been paying as much attention to it the reason it's so good uh, well there's a lot of reasons but you know it, it synergizes like almost perfectly it's it's very obviously custom built to go with Millennium Falcon and Akbar and all of that but um, the thing that it does the best is it totally shuts down Houndstooth. Um, yeah. it, like Houndstooth just dies immediately to it. And then, and then the Rebel Y-Wing also can, it, it's pretty squishy actually uh, for a tank. It can go away depending on how you play it. So it's, a, it's an interesting ship. It, it cracked me up. Like <laughs> it's part of the Empire Strikes Back celebration and it's like we we got a Y-Wing which it, a Y-Wing makes like a one second cameo at the very <laughs> end of Empire Strikes Back and it's like hey it's an Empire Strikes Back ship yay my favorite uh, portion of the release was 
in the question and answer section, uh, you know, not question and answer, in the, um, the developer insight portion, they have a question and it says, is the Y-Wing in the movie? And then they have just a screenshot of the clip of the Y-Wing flying past one of the capital ships. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like, see? see, there it is. <laughs> but at the, to the same extent, I also get it because what are you going to do? Have like an A-Wing be a tank? Like, they specifically wanted tanks to get rid of Houndstooth. That's what they said in the question and answer section. I don't know how a bomber is considered a tank, but based on other portions of the game, bombers are tanks. Um, That's just the way that they have it set up. And so what else were they, you know, what other fleet or ship from Empire were they going to bring in that was going to be the equivalent of a tank like right well i think the obvious answer and i i actually almost think that we're going to get an announcement this week i i would be surprised why would they why would they put out a uh y-wing where you know a rebel tank where when there's already a rebel uh there's already a y-wing anyways um they should put a tide bomber in like they use tide bombers there's just a few different times in empire strikes back where tide bombers are used and they're like tide bombers are much they're not super prominent in empire strikes back either but they they at least they're, they're doing things like they're actually bombing asteroids and stuff they're you know yeah, they're they play, actually being used so they play they played i mean definition of prominent obviously it's not like it's the falcon um Right, but they have bomb. a full they have a full scene where they're bombing to search for the falcon. So they're definitely you can point out with the naked eye, oh look, a tie bomber. <laughs> so it was funny, you know, it's like off the top of my head when they announced it, I was like, you know, I messaged you. I'm like, I'm not complaining because really all I care about is the kit. I don't care about if it's, you know, actually what movie it's from. I was like, it's funny though, like that's not in that's not even in Empire Strikes Back. And then you like Googled it and found a yeah. Wikipedia thing of where I was like, hey, look, it's at the end of the you know, <laughs> there it is. And yeah. then of course the devs posted it. Um but if someone if they had released Ty Bomber first, I would have been like, Oh yeah, like absolutely in, in Empire Strikes Back. So yeah, no, I, I expect that to be released imminently as well because we we got Cara Dune who has all this stuff against Imperials. Um, I I just I, I think we're gonna get some Empire stuff coming up is, yeah. is my guess. And and the Tide Bomber seems to fit very nicely into that. because uh, because if there's one fleet that's been neglected more than uh, the rebel fleet, it's absolutely the uh, Empire. Everything Empire in ships it just suck so yeah they haven't been good in two years um but that kind of segues into the next announcement we got and that's that farm boy luke is the june login character which you know they usually use these login characters as a hint towards something sometimes you don't understand the hint until the end of the month and you're like oh now that made sense so when talking about new content and 
the empire um or just that era i should say the rebel empire era we have a rebel tune that's the daily login character so it makes sense that there's going to be characters released more characters released from that era yeah i think so you know you can't put commander luke as the daily login because you have to unlock him through an event uh, special event where you get 100 percent of his shards so uh you know it, it wouldn't actually be meaningful to have him as the login character because he wouldn't do anything <laughs> right uh, um but you help you need his you need farm boy to unlock commander luke so uh, yeah i i guess we'll see I'm I'm not ready to put any to put much significance onto it other than like you said, they're probably gonna continue putting out some things from that era. Yeah. Yeah, or um the one thing that did come in the announcement that we weren't getting the road ahead is they hyped up a character um release that might be coming at the end of next month. Well, I'm guessing end of next month. They didn't say end of next month, but there might be a big character coming towards the end of next month. And I'm really curious who it is. At the same time, I'm really scared for what the requirements are going to be because if Farm Boy is the login character and they're focusing on Empire, that means characters like the two Hoth brothers, um, really hoping I don't need a G12 Hoth brother because <laughs> that's not happening anytime soon. You know, Scout isn't bad. Soldier is prohibitive, though. It's a yeah. horrible year for yeah. him. So. You're right. I And I have no interest. I think that was the saddest thing was they required the Hoth brothers so much in the Hoth territory battle and they never made them good, and they, they've never been good. Like, e at any stage in the game, even back when territory battles were first being made, which now it seems like that was since the dawn of time, which, you know, that's hyperbole. But, like, <laughs> at no point have the Hawk brothers ever been good. So, <laughs> right. and you know, it would, I, wish that, I wish we could actually, you know, if they're required for something else, I wish they'd actually be good. Yeah. Um, even for territory battles, I could do those battles with them at gear eight, and that's all that was needed. And so that's where they sat. Um, you know what the the worst thing about the about those uh, being at gear eight, which I agree, that's where mine are. Uh, the worst part of it was they always stole guard from Chewie. They did. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Luke was like, hey, you're supposed to be guarding me, not some <laughs> random scout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so he's he's coming out. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens next month. I'm having fun with Grand Arena, honestly. That You know, and we'll, we'll keep having Grand Arena. They already released the schedule for that. Um, and... Uh, let's see. So 3v3 is obviously we're we're in the middle of 3v3. We just finished uh, match uh, six out of 12. So we're halfway through. Um, and, you know, so we're, we're starting to see, we're seeing more patterns on with, with teams. Um, and, you know, we just wanted to talk for a little bit about, you know, just some of the observations that we had. Um, I am curious though, Solo, how, You've been 
in the past you've been very vocal about your distaste for 3v3. Uh, you know, you've and you will talk about it a little bit later, but how you know how you how you did this week, but you have in general been having a lot of success in 3v3. How has that changed? Has that success changed your view on 3v3 or your disposition toward it at all? It has not. It, this is definitely a situation where just because you're good at something doesn't mean you like it. Uh, in fact, if anything else, this week has made me dislike it um, just as much. Fair. <laughs> okay. It's, I was just curious. Yeah. Um. <laughs> because, uh, honestly, the same complaints I have uh, abound, basically, where... One, you don't get – it's not based on synergy, and I won't rehash all this. Um, but two, one meta tune, just one tune completely can shut down half a board. And I, you know, I despise that. So, I, I yeah, so this week has not changed any of it. That's fair. I, I came up with some pretty fun uh, teams to be able to take teams out with, so I've, I've been liking it, but I get it. I was just curious. I'm sure our listeners are curious, too. So, yeah. um, <laughs> But we're halfway over, and that's good. Um, so one thing I wanted to mention, guys, and I, I touched on this last time, I, you know, me and Solo, we, we have our Discord server where people are asking for advice. You know, lots of people are asking me via DM for advice. And uh, the, the biggest theme that I find is people just going into their Grand Arena match without a plan. <laughs> and it's, it's just really frustrating to me when, like, I don't know, people, people are like, but I don't. I, w I didn't think that they'd play such and such. Or, you know, it's like, I have Ray, and, or I have Supreme Leader Kylo. My opponent has Ray, has Ultimate Ray. And so I'm going to put Supreme Leader Kylo on defense. And, and then I'm going to ask Zareth how to be Ultimate Ray with, when I don't have my own Galactic Legend. Because Supreme Leader Kylo's on defense. Uh, you know, like that's their plan is to ask me how to do it. And I, it's just, it, it can be really frustrating when I'm like, you had the perfect tool to beat Ray, like Supreme Leader Kylo beats Ray every time, basically. <laughs> so, you know, you, you didn't plan and now you're asking me to help bail you out. And I, you know, I can do what I can, but you know, you, you gotta go, you gotta help me too, you know? <laughs> go go into the match, do your research, see, oh look, they have Galactic Ray, and you know, make adjustments accordingly. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's been the biggest theme of people today, or when I say today, I mean this grand arena of uh how do I beat this? Okay, here's a list of three or four teams that can beat this team and like well, it's all on defense. And so then my follow-up question is always, well, how did you plan on beating it? 
Oh, I didn't really think about it. Yeah, I just always place that, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, the, the most hilarious thing, I'm going to put this in my video uh, for my last match, too. It's not even my match, but my buddy Hans has, <laughs> so he, he was looking at the guy's Grand Arena history, and the guy just goes, like, not just, like, full defense, you know, in the sense, like, oh, yeah, he put most of his good teams. Like, he, like, the guy puts every single good team on defense. Like, so, so you know, General Skywalker, Darth Revan, Jedi Revan, Commander Luke, Treya, you know, uh, Padme, every single meta team, every single one is just on the front line. <laughs> and and then they just, like, poke the other person, you know, and, like, beat one squad, and then they get the win. You know, like, that. that's their whole strategy. And it, that that strategy is annoying to the extreme to me. I, like, it, it's just so obnoxious. Like, you just want to ruin it for everyone by, you know, you're denying your opponent a full clear. And I guess that makes you feel good. But then, like, you just get a couple random like lazy wins by you know killing the easier squads in the front zone and call it good it's just a it's just a really boring stupid strategy i, I don't know frustrates well, me a lot that's what it is it's a strategy of i don't actually want to play so let me go in and get two wins or three wins and i'm done playing yeah and i don't want other people to enjoy it either like yeah, so so my buddy Hans is facing a guy who does this, uh, you know, and it's, it's all over his grand arena. But, you know, he does it for three v three and five v five, and so so Hans is like, you know what, I like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to win. He was at five and zero at the time, and he's like, I'm gonna try to win, but I'm gonna just do the same thing to this guy. So Hans turtled his uh, zones up, and he 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 sat, kept just a couple key counter squads and sure enough the guy he's facing just has full turtle just every single squad's a meta team up front and you know the guy cleared two of hens's total squads like he only killed two total squads and hens was managed to kill um two from one zone and four from the other and cleared ships and <laughs> the guy just like didn't even clear a single zone and, and, yeah. and so Enz got the what win and it was just it made me feel so happy that the guy just got totally completely shut down i <laughs> i was like you i hope every single person does it i think the most hilarious thing was hens uh there there was still he didn't he decided not to even try to clear the uh the general skywalker or darth revan teams instead he threw uh cup at one and mob enforcer at the other so the next person who's going to fight the guy We'll be able to look at Grand Arena history and see that those squads were also on defense. Yeah, he's a hero for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I laughed so hard when I he was like, "I'm, I just don't care. I'm just gonna do the same thing to him." It's <laughs> like awesome. So happy you did that. So, um, yeah. Instead of, yeah. Anyways, we could go on. So we see that we see that a lot. Um, what are some other things you've been seeing, Solo? What, what's, what are some 3v3 wisdom, pieces of wisdom you have? <laughs> um, well, I guess my pieces of wisdom are Vader, Mission, and Zalbar are not a good team. Um, 
they're very easy to beat on offense. Uh, Acolyte Cheese, if you don't know that your opponent is placing a either Asage with Acolyte and Zombie, like, that's on you. Um, <laughs> you know that that team is going to be placed by almost everyone. So just make sure you have a team that has an AOE in it. Forget who I was watching. I was watching some YouTuber do their battles, and like they they lost to an Acolyte Cheese team, so they bring in a second team, and the second team didn't have an AOE on it. So by definition, he was forced to lose the second time because he brought a team in without an AOE. Like people, <laughs> there's going to be an Acolyte Cheese team on defense. There just is. Bring somebody with an AOE so you can kill Acolyte. Your only other option is you bring a team that's so ridiculously fast that you can kill Acolyte three times before she takes a turn, which is probably overkill if you're bringing that team in or they just don't have mods on their Acolyte. So this kind of dovetails back into the have a plan, like have a plan for this team. You, you know what it's going to do. It's not a new team. People have been placing it on defense since last March. They, yeah. They've been placing it forever since the dawn of time. <laughs> since the dawn of the zombie. Yeah, this team has know. existed. Gosh, yeah, it's just makes me scratch my head. But yeah, you'll have that, I suppose. But yeah, have a plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Oh, in for tips of a little extra points or a little extra banners. Bring your geos on offense and a team of brute alpha and spy for an undersized win is fantastic because you actually get the brute so you have the support and brood you have the attacker and spy you have the tank and brute but you get an undersized win and i tested it out on my alt you'll see in my alt video uh that actually isn't posted yet it'll be posted 24 hours after my main accounts video um but i tested it out on a boss team and it took a little longer because it's obviously I have one less attacker in the team, so I don't have soldier with me. But I got full banners because of how the geos work, and then I got the bonus for an undersized win. So if you're looking for a little tip, brute alpha plus spy equals fantastic team for a three v three offense. Um, then, <laughs> so. My favorite team, we'll talk about this a little later when we talk about my last round, of Newt Watt 3PO, fantastic defense team. If you're looking to strengthen your back defense, the team probably won't work out up front, but if you stick it in the back, it, it just it gets defense all the time for me. Um, and then I think the last thing before we move on is – General Skywalker is weaker in 3v3, and he's weaker because of the way he, his kit works, where he kind of relies on having a full team of 501st with him, and obviously that can't happen in 3v3. 
but Darth Revan is actually stronger in 3v3. So those two have kind of swapped positions in 3v3. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, my last match um, is, like, the guy said, he's never lost with uh, with General Skywalker against Darth Revan. And first off, I was like, well, you know, you you know, he lost to my Darth Revan team, just for full context. Um, and he says he's never lost with General Skywalker to Darth Revan. And I'm like, well, you never have, you've never faced it, bud. Like, you you say that, but Grand Arena history doesn't lie. Like, you just haven't faced it in 3v3. 3v3 is way different than 5v5. I believe you if when you say your General Skywalker hasn't lost to Darth Revan in 5v5. That, you know, my, mine has, but but it's rare. You know, if you play it wrong, then sure. But, but yeah, like, <laughs> it, just, it just cracks me up. Like, what what you doing? He didn't you know, lie, like, though. He, he he hasn't beaten them, but he also That's hasn't true. lost to them. He's never lost to them, so yeah, you're right. But the fact is, Darth Revan is just better in 3v3 than General Skywalker. 5v5, I agree. Uh, Skywalker all day, but, but 3v3 is different, so just keep yeah. going. Um, and, yeah, I think that's that's about it for that. Go. All right, so uh, for our next segment today, uh, we have our special guest, which is Black Mamba. Um, he's got his own YouTube channel. He does Grand Arena and just dominates completely. Um, and, you know, it, we will have a link to his uh, channel in the description below. And so please check out his, check out his uh, channel. How are you doing today, Black Mamba? I'm doing good. Uh, excited that we had a three-day weekend. It's really nice. Yes. Yes. Disappointed it's over now, though. Yes, for sure. That is nice in theory. I I didn't really. I had to work, but <laughs> theoretically, it's nice. I'm happy for both of you. <laughs> um, so... Tell us a little bit about uh, your your channel and what, what kind of things you've been doing on your channel, if you would, please, for, for yes. the listeners who don't necessarily know. For sure. So I started um, kind of just doing small videos for just my guild, uh, Grand Arena stuff, counters this. I did Ross reviews. Um, and at one point, uh, I was like 70 and 0 or 80 and 0 in Grand Arena. This is from when it was first implemented. <laughs> and so my guild was like, dude, why don't you, you know, make your channel public so other people can watch your stuff and, you know, take notes and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And so then I started publishing publicly. Uh, and then I got a little bit of a follow, never really advertised. Uh, and then my channel has kind of just grown more and more. At one point, I was 102 and 0. Um, and what I would do is uh, each opponent, I would invite them to my Discord channel, and we just talk strategy. And so, <laughs> what happened is I invited this guy into my Discord channel, and we actually had a rematch. And I was teaching him all this stuff, 
and teaching my strategy. And then the rematch, my, uh, that opponent beat me. Uh, so it's pretty <laughs> cool. But it's kind of cool because, you know, it, my channel is for GA improvement. And so it's kind of like, you know, Padawan beating the master type thing. It's kind of sad and cool at the same time. So, uh, but then it's kind of just grown to, uh, I don't know, just GAC after GAC. And then randomly when I find a counter or something really cool, I'll post it on the channel. And sometimes the videos blow up and sometimes they don't. Just depends on how many people view it. Um, my very first video that blew up was um, Sith Ships Countering the Negotiator. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was my first video that kind of blew up. And then the next one was after a while. But I have a couple Kylo counters that you can use Darth Revan and, and Thrawn. And they just absolutely obliterate Kylo. So nice. that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. Right on, man. Uh, you know, and of course, that's that's what me and Solo like to do. We like the Grand Arena stuff. Um, so, you know, a guy, a man after own, our own hearts, um, you know, and it's it's exciting. I was I was really excited. It, it was actually kind of funny. Um, I had just linked a video of yours uh, to Solo uh, like the week before, uh, you know, it was like the day before we got our matchups uh, for this week. And it was a lot of fun, when, you know, so we were talking about your video and then um, and then Sure enough, well, well, then Solo did like ran the Hotbot uh, app, or you know, he he used the bot to see what, you know, if either of us could ever be matched up with you. And he was like, "We're actually pretty close in GP. Well, you know, we could we could actually be paired." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you know, just like the next day, uh, he sent me. He's like, "Oh, look who's in my group." <laughs> you guys were in the same group, so. Um, yeah, hey, yeah. Solo, just curious, when did you press the join button? What? When did you press the join button? Oh, that would have been, uh, it would have been right about now, because I had my daily reset, did all my, you know, farming and stuff, and then press join after that, after I knew I wasn't going to improve anything. So at 10, 10.30 Pacific Standard Time? Yeah. Because do you remember Same. when you pushed yours? Yeah, because... You know, CG was saying that right when you press the join button, yeah. you start getting matched up with people. I waited until two hours before GAC lock. Huh. Interesting. So that's what? why that's why I was curious. Yeah. That's over ten hours of time between <laughs> your join button yeah. and mine. That's really bizarre. Hmm. Huh. Well, me and Solo have been super close to each other's join times too for a long time. And uh -huh. This is about when I joined too. So I'm, it's like you guys joined both at separate times. I think I joined somewhere in the middle and somehow I dodged both of you. I mean, I don't know. We, you we dodged everybody. <laughs> Except for the good players, you know. <laughs> no, I, I'm jealous actually. Solo keeps, Solo keeps getting uh, these, these marquee matchups, you know, against really, really great known players. And I'm, you know, my my opponents are a lot of times really skilled, but they don't necessarily have that, uh, you know, presence online, you know, that YouTube mm -hmm. handle or whatever. So um, my day will come, though. One day I'll get matched up with like three in a row. It'll, it'll be a glorious occasion. 
Well, if you look at it, there a lot of the GAC YouTubers are right in that, you know, hot spot for uh, top 65 GP. Because I know Klesso is close. I've been in a pod with both Dylar and Endall before. Just haven't faced them. So, and then obviously Black Mamba and I <laughs> matched up. So, we have a lot of people that are in our range that we're probably going to run into at some point. Right. Well, and as we all progress toward the uh, pinnacle, you know, the, the um, higher GPs and, you know, as people continue to rage quit over various things um, (laughs) for, for good or bad reasons. Like, you know, at the top, I hear that a lot of people get, you know, that, they're all kind of friends or they're all kind of known to each other toward the very top. Cause you know, all the, all the matchup GP just uh, you know, it, the same people are wailing out on the same stuff as yeah. each other. So only so many people over 7 million right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And um, actually I think for you guys, your matchup, um, you have a fairly big disparity in GP as well. Don't you solo? Don't you have like almost a million more? I, I think it had 1.2, right? Yeah. I think it was 1.2 mil. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we'll we'll have to talk about the results of that match on uh, just a little bit. Um, but 1.2 is actually crazy. That, uh, you know, uh, Black Mamba, you said you, you started doing GAC. Was it in uh, Division 3? Yes. I started uh, publishing videos in Division 3. And those matches were just, oh, my gosh. It was the old matchmaking system is just your top 80 characters not like gp or whatever i don't know it's just is your full roster gp that's what it was yep, that's what it, it was, was top 80 characters. and it was just dude i could send in one character and get max banners it just was not <laughs> fair it was not fair. i was like dude this is so boring and then when i switched it that's when i started enjoying grand arena a lot more because it was actually a competition but yeah those early matchmaking systems were way off. But yeah, Division 3 and then Division 2 was actually very, very, very difficult. I found the top end of Division 2 to be um, every opponent was incredibly hard. And then where I'm at in Division 1, it's like I have a hard opponent probably every five to six battles, and the rest are like yeah. even. Um, or below me, but top end of Division Two was insane. It's like every battle is like literally within five banners. Oh, the sketch! Everybody doesn't want to go into Division One, and they're dropping yep. mods to stay in Division Two. That's what's going on there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know a lot of people used to do that. Um, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I did that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think. It, this was when it was the old matchmaking, but I think I dropped something like 100,000 GP one Grand Arena <laughs> just by dropping mods off like everybody under my top 80. And I was like, all right, yeah. here we go. Yeah, and then you don't have those characters available if you're desperate. Yeah, but I didn't need them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We did that live stream a little bit ago uh, using, I, I was playing Jubal's account, uh, one of the guys who's been on this uh, podcast before. And um, I, I was checking the, it, 
it was it was the first week of 3v3 i think and i was checking the opponent's mods and i was like some of these teams are pretty decent and then like half of them just didn't have mods <laughs> at all and i was like that this is this has gone from like you know vaguely irritating to like easy mode it was, <laughs> yeah it, it's just a funny thing how much mods impact but you know i wondered if that was i don't know that like you can affect your matchmaking by taking mods off. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But those are important characters they're using for matchmaking now, so... Well, I don't know. If I drop mods off of Aura Sang and Cody, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a big deal because I think they're sitting in my top 65 right now. Um, I mean, I'm farming I'm farming for Ray, and I have Cure 13, like all those resistance stuff oh, yeah. that's terrible, but I haven't relicked them. And I have everything ready, uh, but like Rose Tico, or <laughs> all those terrible characters, Resistance Pilot are Gear Thirteen, but have no mods. Yeah. Um, and I have their abilities at level three, so that doesn't impact much. And I think they're <laughs> out of my top eighty GP, which is really unique. But yeah, what I'm planning I'm not on doing for long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I'm planning on doing is in between seasons where there's like that five day break or something, I'm gonna just drop everything and then hopefully get ray unlocked before the next uh season starts because nice. i don't yeah i'm probably screwed <laughs> so yeah the second you have the double galactic legend it's just you're, you're asking for trouble at that point yeah well, i'm getting i'm getting to the point now in my groups where you know, there there are going to be a lot of double Galactic Legends, and I only have one. I'm not that close to getting the next one either, so um, mm. we're going to have oh. some pretty interesting pairings. I, I'm I'm hoping I can escape much of that in 3v3, and then once we get to 5v5, I'm more comfortable. I've, I've got much my more counters. Manageable. Yeah. yeah, much more manageable. <clears throat> yeah, I can, I, I can mostly adapt to that. Um, Speak, but, speaking of which, uh, Ray is just insane in 3v3 and obviously just force to be reckoned with and when i saw that defense he put <laughs> solo i literally looked at it, i was like oh my gosh what the heck am i gonna do yeah. i had zero practice for sit didn't practice in arena just yeah. and i've heard the stories and horror of just people just failing even kylo's just getting wrecked yeah and so in my mind I'm like you know just just yellow. I've never done it before. But <laughs> well, you yeah. know what the problem is there. So I had had because I actually remodded Ray today. Uh, I had her modded for heavy offense because in my arena, I just I was lazy and just hitting auto. And I found mm -hmm. her modded for heavy heavy offense was working better better when I hit auto for all the general Skywalker teams. And yeah. so that's how she was modded. I think if I had another, you know, 50,000 health on her, it probably would have made all the difference, but... You'll see in tomorrow's video when yeah. I post it, she's <laughs> a lot squishier than a typical Ray. Yeah, so, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I had her offense, I think, up at 10,000. That's a lot, yeah. Her health was at 184 or 185, <laughs> so... And most people now have her at, like, 240. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, the, so the last ray, the last ray I had this week had she was at uh, two hundred fifty. She's like the two hundred sixty. It was insane. I was like, yeah. I didn't know they got that high. Actually, <laughs> yeah, didn't know they built. They were built that yeah. that 
healthy. But uh, but even with that offense, man, it was such a sketchy match. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, cause cause uh, Han Solo stunned Hux the first shot. Oh, did he? That's and and, and he uh... dropped him. He dropped him to the red, which is a sliver <laughs> of health. I was like, oh. <laughs> And now Solo regrets not having gotten his uh, Han and Chewie up to Relic 7. Relic 7, yeah, because they're if, sitting at if 6 If they were Relic right 7, if they were Relic 7, Hux <laughs> yeah. would have died, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's uh, physically not possible goodness. to put more this R7s is, on my account right now. This is so good. I have some leverage now to pressure Solo into doing... <laughs> See, here's the thing. It's not that I don't want to. It's that I just... If you look at the stupid mod scavenger... I have zero gear for six or seven left. Like, I have salvaged every piece I can. I want to get Resistance Hero Finn there, and I'm sitting at, uh, I think, 13 out of 20 on the one piece. And just, I, I, Every time I hit a Sith raid, I don't get any of the gear I need. Are you kidding me right now? So, there's no R7s popping on my account anytime soon. Well, speaking of resistance heroes, your Finn lead and two resistance heroes don't change that defense. Oh, I love that team. Yeah. I, I got 47 against that. Just <laughs> That's yeah, I, I took gas against it, and he went down to, like, under yellow, and I was like, oh, <laughs> just every, like, there's so many matches. I know it says, like, one, one, one battle, but yeah, some of those are just biting my teeth, man. Well, I looked uh, at it. I actually looked at the score, and I – because I, I attacked, then you probably started attacking like an hour later. And mm-hmm. I was still up, and I'm like, uh, Zareth, he's attacking now. Crap, he one-shot Ray. And then I'm like, but wait a minute. He's not getting very high banners for all these one-shots. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's real quick interject. Um, let's, let's start from from the first match right. and we can kind of do a round robin here and we can talk about each match and kind of build um, toward your guys's match. Cause I, I want to hear all the details in your guys's side of things too. Um, but let's, let's uh, start in order here and I'll actually kick it off. So then I'll be the, I'll be the first to talk about my round three. So you guys can just take it yeah. away from there once we get there. All right. Um, so I faced a guy, uh, who has an ultimate ray and that was basically it like he he didn't he didn't have good life tame banners i think i think you know i i was at the time a little over 300k lifetime and he was at like 180k or something Oof. so something that was like maybe he just placed all defenses and like participated in offense every once in a while um and and yet you know the galactic ray legendary uh ray it was something that I didn't have much experience with. I didn't have my Kylo modded the way I want him to be modded. He'll, he'll be remodded at the, by, by the time I go to bed tonight. Um, so I, I took in Supreme Leader Kylo against her and um, I actually, I, I failed. I killed, you know, he, he, let's see, Ray was with the resistance heroes and I think I killed nothing actually. <laughs> I think I just failed. Like she got her ultimate and I would, I was like a, a couple percent short of getting mine. And I, so I lost my team and for like almost no gain, but Ray was pretty close to, uh, you know, like 50% health at that point. So I was able to take in my Jedi Knight Revan plus General Skywalker and clear uh, the rest of that team out. 
So yeah. uh, after, and then after that, he his defenses were atrocious, and <laughs> I yeah I just ran through it. So uh, relatively easy win on that on that front for me. Um, I failed. I failed a couple. Maybe I just failed one other time, but um, you know. I was even telling Solo, I was like, I don't think I have a good score, but I feel pretty confident I'm going to win. And <laughs> oh, you he didn't did even fail a couple me. times, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't my. It wasn't necessarily my best uh, Grand Arena match, but you know, not all of them can be. Uh, <laughs> Solo, how did you do in your first match? Uh, <laughs> my first match was strange in that. I mean, I one shot everything and I won, but. The guy had um, EP Bastila Malik in the front, and that Malik's just go crazy. <laughs> and so I brought in my Darth Revan Bastila Malik, and I won, but Malik stole all my banners, and I think I got 48. And then I was trying to do that stupid inflict damage immunity 30 times feet. And so I brought Grievous in against uh, a zombie, you know, a Night Sister team. And um, they got plague on me and just destroyed B1 and B2. Just, I mean, wiped them out. And I didn't even get the feed. So I ended up getting 46 there. And then after that, I averaged 53 banners for every other fight and just basically walked through day one. <laughs> Fair enough. And Mr. Mamba, how'd you do in your first match? How was that? Um, my opponent did not have a GL. So he looked at my roster and said, I don't feel like doing this and put gear 11 and gear 12 uh, characters on the board. And I got uh, 2,484 points, which oh, is geez. averaging over 54 on just the characters. Nice. Um, I think I have 56, 54, 55 every single time. It, it wasn't very entertaining, to be honest. That's <laughs> The one shotting everything, I was like, and he never attacked. He had a thousand two points. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna run into that sometimes. Um, yeah. People do have the attitude about three v three too. Like, oh, I don't want to deal yeah. with this nonsense. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah, fair enough. So we all all got the win on our first match, and then my second match was pretty rough. Uh, my opponent my opponent took that same comp. Uh, the the unbeatable. Uh, Galactic Ray, you know, our, our friend, our mutual friend Indigo uh, had a video he put up. He lost to our team with Ray and Han and Chewie. You know, that's the comp that Solo and Black Mamba were talking about just now. And, um, you know, so of course I took a screenshot and sent it to Indigo and said, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, so of course it was, it became my problem because no one else had solved it yet. And uh, like, I, I practiced a bunch of different comps to try to one shot it. And I, I just, I couldn't figure it out. Um, I'd always get a little bit, again, kind of, kind of close, but I didn't have the mods on the right characters and stuff too. So my eventual strategy was, okay, so what if I just what if I just assume I'm not going to get a one shot? I can't, if I can't one shot, what do I do? And after that, it was pretty easy. I was like, okay, if I could kill Han and Chewie in my first, you know, with my first salvo of characters, then I should be able to just take out Ray, uh, you know, finish her off pretty easy. So used, uh, used Galactic, uh, 
Kylo and Hux and First Order Officer. That was my that was my best thing. I, I got to the point where I tested it and had a hundred percent wins after like it was like ten or fifteen attacks in arena. I was like, all right, this this is good enough. So did that, uh killed them off and then and then I had to use Jedi Revan and General Skywalker and Thrawn to finish off Ray. So two shot it, but it cost me like almost three meta teams to do that. Um the good news being it also cost him two meta teams at least because it was Galactic Ray and Han and Chewie. So mm-hmm. uh, did that. And then he had his full, his full bastard uh, Darth Revan team as well on the board. So, you know, uh, with, with Malak and Bastleb, crazy mods, like his Malak or his Revan was um, what, like 349 speed. Like just crazy mine is pretty quick at 342 and his is seven faster like it's insane maybe the fastest i've ever had to face so um i had to i tried to use commander luke in there so i sent in tuscans to uh you know sacrifice them for the to to get the cooldowns off and then i sent in commander luke but he had modded his bastla to be super crazy healthy and i i barely failed uh to take out bastila so then i had to send in padme to finish her off and then and then padme died <laughs> and then i took in <laughs> bounty hunters and finished off darth revan and malak which was the plan all along i was like i i can use commander luke and bounty hunters i didn't expect also have to use padme and after that it was pretty touch and go i, I did get a full clear with all one shots after that but it was I was down to my dregs toward the end there. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like there was one team I had: Stormtrooper, Han, Old Ben, and Wampa. Uh, you know, it's one of my teams. So uh, it, it was, a, and then he didn't. He he failed to clear me. And I guess the the whole subset of this entire uh, match was. Like immediately after I found out who my matchup was, I got a notification saying that so and so subscribed you on YouTube, and it was the same uh, player as I was matched up with. And I was like, great! So now he's studying me too. So <laughs> uh, we had that going on the whole time. But that's that happens when you're do the YouTube thing. Um, happy with that win. That was subscriber. that was probably what's that? <laughs> At least you picked up an extra subscriber out of it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, unless unless he's the guy who unsubscribed me today, so you never know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was a pretty intense match. I was, and then he waited. He waited to the last hour to attack. So I, you know, I just I'm just sitting on my terrible score, just waiting, you know, waiting for him to full clear me with one shots. And then he didn't full clear me, and I I felt extremely smug for a while. It was nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a good match. That was my favorite and least favorite match of the of the week. Uh, you know, definitely my most challenging. Um, yeah. Solo, how was your match? Uh, God, the second round sucked, and it was on live stream, which is the worst part. There's nothing worse than people watching you fail battles live. Um, I mean, I I enjoyed I'm sure that you live did. stream a lot. I enjoyed the uh, hell out of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I went up against Galactic Legend Ray, and he so before the live stream he went and couldn't clear my ray which i was more than all right with um but then so you know we're on the live stream and i send in my you know 10 sacrificial lambs to get him down into the yellow and of course i couldn't beat his ray which pissed me off because it wasn't even an ultimate um 
So then I scrambled for the next seven fights to make sure I could get more points than him so I could win. And, you know, felt great. I got, what, 66 on fleet. And I needed to average something like 56 points or 56 banners between the last ground battle left and the fleet. So I got 66 on fleet. I was like, oh, this is a great buffer. I just have to win this ground battle. Then I got 47 on the ground. (laughs) And we ended up tying. But thank God I had yeah. more GP. So. Oh, it was, it was perfect, actually. Yeah, we were, yeah. We were in that battle. And so one of the commenters, because it's a live stream, one of, the, yeah. one of the guys is like, well, Solo, as long as you don't get a 40, as long as you get, don't get a 49, uh, <laughs> then you'll be good. And then, <laughs> and then, like, right as that showed up on chat, he got a 49. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's a tie. So. But funny. I won. I won. <laughs> Brought me to the final round. <laughs> and how was how was your round uh, two, Mamba? Uh, round two is interesting. It's my first ray that I fought in three v three. So um, this was my one ray of practice in three v three before this <laughs> match. Uh, he placed Ray, JTR, and Watt. And so I don't know if you faced that in arena. <laughs> I run it in arena. <laughs> Yeah, the tank tech goes on JTR, the foresight, yeah. just the healing immunity on Kylo can be detrimental as well. Yeah. And honestly, it was very tricky. Uh, but the thing is, he did not have the ultimate on the ray, and that's probably why I won that match or that uh, fight. Uh, I would like to know if I would have won with the ray ultimate, because you never know unless you practice it. Uh, but that was a very interesting team. Uh, the rest of the battles are pretty self-explanatory, nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, the rest of it was pretty straightforward. <laughs> there. Yeah, 3v3 oh. is so weird. You can't recap every match because there, yeah. there's so many little squads yeah. and it's hard to keep them all straight. What I do remember is he had the Ray GTR Watt in the front wall, like every Ray usually, and behind it was just garbage. <laughs> Walks. I love when people it's, do that. <laughs> and like in my video, I'm like, dude, you gotta at least prep in case I beat it. Because if right. I do beat it, that's game over. Like there's I'm gonna get 56, 55 banners on these squads. Um, but on top of that, he he couldn't beat my back wall, so he didn't get a full clear anyways. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, and that's for my third match. That's exactly it, man. I, every person, so I, I faced three ultimate rays this week. Um, and every time behind their ultimate ray was garbage. <laughs> you like, have a galactic legend, though. I don't get it. But it's one yeah. thing if you're going up against somebody that doesn't have a galactic legend. When you're going up against the Kylo, and Zareth, you have the ultimate on Kylo, too. You right. have to expect that they're going to clear yeah well yeah i'm like what do you what are you expecting but i mean my and my finals opponent i mean frankly i i don't mean any disrespect i this was clearly a case of i have ultimate ray and none none of my opponents was able to beat ultimate ray uh so i made it to the finals yeah. Because like I, I beat her, I beat Ultimate Ray. I got forty seven banners, you know, and, and that was acceptable because it's a one shot. And that was the only hard team. Um, the back zone was so good; it had Jawas in it. Um, <laughs> he and, did have a G twelve Jawa though. 
<laughs> One of them was gear 12. Yeah. Um, so I used uh, my general Skywalker with the Hoth brothers uh, to kill Jawas. Nice. And so I didn't, I didn't skate through with a 56 on all of the teams in the back, but um, because <laughs> I, I got that feat. And then I also got the old Ben with uh, R2, R2 yeah. as well. Um, let's see, who did they go with? Oh, they went with Nest. Actually, that was, that was a pretty decent, like I just dismantled a timeout team with them. Because, <laughs> um, you know, Nest will do that over time. But then with the support mm -hmm. of my relict old Ben and R2, like old Ben's debuffing everyone and oh, yeah. R2's putting smoke on Nest. So, you know, mm -hmm. Nest, they're just hitting Nest and she's countering. Like it was, it was actually a pretty smooth operation. Like, you know, still not perfect banners, but yeah, like... Kira and two Wookiees, or maybe it was like two Wookiees in L3, and they just, <laughs> you know, got just demolished. Um, and then I used Kylo to uh, one man, their uh, old Republic. It was it was a nice zone. It was tasty. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that it was absolutely the second match was more the finals because um, that guy knew what he was about. He the, that guy actually he said he placed number thirteen once, um, and you know it, like place 13 overall in grand arena and then mm -hmm. um he also he had 280 lifetime banners and he said that he, one week of 3v3 he forgot to join and that's a huge number of banners right there that too. Is, so, yeah. yeah so yeah like that that was that was the true finals the finals were more finality and my opponent didn't bother to attack afterward <laughs> like i don't know it, it was it was a funny experience i was like let's just get this over with yeah. Well, he was demoralized that his jaw was died. <laughs> I know they they stole like two banners from me though, man. Like, <laughs> damn jaw was hitting my gear eight uh, Hoth brothers. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I ended up going three and zero for the week, which is you know obviously that's the desired result. Six and zero now for the season, and I guess that means if we combine the last season, I guess I'm on an eighteen. 19 win 19 match win streak so not bad yeah um so setting myself up to fail soon <laughs> imminently <laughs> uh only only about 80 some away from uh, matches in a row from from reaching black mamba's uh, <laughs> best record so <laughs> you know we're i'm getting Gosh. there <laughs> after after my first loss i haven't won i think I, my max is maybe 15 in a row and then yeah. i lose but I can't get that streak going again. It's just Division One's insane. Division One's just tough, man. It really it's is. Like it's just, you know, you have all the people who are invested. Like not not just uh, money wise, but like they they've played the game, you know, for since it started, or so you know, yeah. from a year from when it started, and they're you know, or they've spent enough money uh, to you know be competing with those guys, and they care about the game to the point that they're spending thousands of dollars to get there. So. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, every every match except for my last my round three um, was, you know, is is pretty pretty intense. Um, so now I'll kind of get out of the way, and I, I want to hear about your guys's match. Uh, so let's hear from Solo's perspective first, or at least some of it. And you guys can, you know, take it away however you want. But it was well, I mean, it was a fun match in that the defenses were actually something you had to think about it wasn't just a typical okay they put down a bosk oh look they gave me a karth to beat or you know 
everything else that you tend to see every single one or the old uh, Vader missions Alvar that apparently everybody puts down because one YouTuber told you to put it down at the beginning of 3v3. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and one, one of the one of the awesome top 10 lists that yes. don't actually accomplish much other than yeah. get some clicks. Yep. Yeah. The bigger the words you use on your thumbnail that, you know, Wait, wait till you see my thumbnail tomorrow. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. It's, it's um, how to one shot unkillable Ray. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, get clicks. So yeah, exactly. Got to do it. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I mean, every defense you had to think about how to beat, which I actually enjoyed. Um, all the teams that I thought. I was going to struggle against or at least be difficult and need to, you know, overthink. I ended up just walking through like Padme against the Darth Revan. Like, oh, all right. You know, or mm -hmm. that EP Vader Malik team. I, I was so scared about that Malik because, you know, it's EP and I'm bringing Darth Revan in. I'm like, Zareth's telling me not to do it. He's like, Oh, well maybe you should use Padme on this team. It's like, Oh, he's probably right. And then I was, but I knew your Bastila was faster than me, than my Bastila, so I, I knew I couldn't or shouldn't mirror match if you had Darth Revan and Bastila in the back, which you did. So I was like, all right, need to save Padme. It's got to be Darth Revan here. And then I just, you know, other I lost Marauder, but I finished with full health and protection on Darth Revan and my Bastila. It's like, this is what I was worried about? And then I go with that <laughs> stupid shock team. <laughs> And I should have brought the Savage lead. I, I probably would have cleared it if I brought my G8 Savage just for his lead. Um, mm -hmm. But I didn't even think about it. And, you know, Ark just did way too much damage. Him and that stupid turret. Um, yeah, you killed Shock first, though, at least. I, I thought I, I thought once yeah. you killed Shock, you were going to have... I thought you had that. Right, because they, they lost the heal. They lost the assists. So I was like, this is perfect. And then, no. Um yeah, Ark was going to town. I, in some ways, I admired that team, even <laughs> as I was, you know, wanting your Malik to struggle from behind. Yeah. I uh, get them. It was kind of funny <laughs> that, that the turret just, yeah. Anyways, yeah. continue. Uh, but probably my favorite team was that, and when I say favorite, my least favorite to go against was that Maul Red Panda Wampa team. <laughs> hey. Red Panda is just vicious like he takes a yeah. turn and you're like where did everyone go what, what's going on here <laughs> i mean i lost my kylo i think on his first aoe um mm -hmm. but at least i pulled through and so that's really you know it was a it was a fun fight even if i wanted to throw something against the wall when i fought that jedi training ray as well <laughs> so i was tempted to put red panda with palpatine by the way Oh, were you? I was really considering it, yeah. That, that pro well, I think that would have been weaker because I, I just dropped fear on Palp and true. him and yeah, Vader true. never even got a turn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think he's good with that mall, with that mall lead. Yeah, and I, as I watched, he actually dodged quite a bit and then went back yeah. into ability so you can get to him. Right. I think yeah. if I had a different character besides uh, Womp, I think I would have done a little bit better. Probably the defensive part. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Well. It was frustrating. 
<laughs> but that's kind of it was frustrating in a good way as opposed to the you know you didn't go full defense which would have just been annoying it was yeah it was a challenge <laughs> yeah and no one likes to go over his full defense so oh god no well and and so your your full your final score solo was was it 2400 even something like that it was yeah, 2402 20 it was right around there yeah yeah Right. So, you know, but you only, you only failed against two total teams, right? One of them, yeah. you took a couple hits to get through. Uh, yeah, the GTR team. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I went in that second time. I was like, Talison's a hard counter, but I don't have zombie. Let's see how this is going to go. And it did not. It did not go. It, it failed to go. <laughs> it did. It just never got started. <laughs> uh, that's well, funny. So what I remember is from four months ago, whenever the last 3v3 team yeah. or round was, I was thinking, I was like, okay, what unique defenses have I not had on my match history that you won't know? Yeah. And I was like, well, I haven't done GTR on defense. And I specifically remember going in last four months ago, 3v3, I was like, wow, GTR, I think, is much better on defense in 3v3 <laughs> than 5v5. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I haven't thrown that on defense yet. I'll throw that in and see okay. how I do. <laughs> and and R2 just got stun after stun after stun and they went for the perfect people and yeah. he was just so perfect for R2D2. And it's you, you know wild. what pisses me off about that the most? <laughs> when I use JTR on offense, every time I call R2 an assi- to assist, he doesn't stun anybody. <laughs> like every time I use R2, he doesn't stun anyone. And then I went up against the errors and I was just like, stun, stun, stun. I'm not going to get a turn. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty good in 3v3 on defense. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I know they're great on offense. Of course, they're, you know, you can get banners back and everything. But right. lots of foresight, healing immunity, yep. dazes, stuns, exposes, pretty lethal, actually. Yeah, that they are. Uh, but that's not about me talking about my loss. So what was it like going against my teams? That's This is what I really want to know. It's, because I went up against Darth Evil at the end of uh, the last round, and you know Indigo put her defenses up, so I could I got to watch my five v five defenses. So I was like, "Wow, this is actually interesting. That's how they play." So, uh, so how'd you do against my defense? So, um, goodness, I mean, you'll you'll see my live reaction yeah. <laughs> when it's posted, but dude. When I opened the GAC after two o'clock my time when, it, yeah. when attack phase starts, and I saw that right team, I was like, I just melted. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, you know, I get to the finals, and to my mind, I was like, I get to the finals, and then I lose because of one dang team. <laughs> it's going to prevent me from winning. Yeah. I was so bummed. And then I just said, you know what? I think. Because I used Kylo Thrawn and uh, who's my third? And Hux first. Jar yeah. Watt and Ray team, and I rewatched my my own gameplay, and I was like, okay, that really worked. Um, and so I said, you know, I think this would work, and I put all this thought into my mind. I said, okay, so if Han goes for Kylo first, no stun is going to apply. It's that's best case. To you. you just go about your way. You stun Chewie with your, you know stun ability, uh, go for Chewie full force till he dies. 
um, fracture Ray, and so she can't do anything and just go about a normal thing. But if they stun two of the three, which is a 66% chance, then it can go south really quick. And so, uh, (laughs) so he went after Hux, uh, Chewie assisted, and then on Chewie's turn, I believe he used his basic, actually, his first ability. Huh. Actually, no, I don't think he took a turn. No, no, sorry. He didn't take a turn. Uh, I stunned him with Kylo. Um, but what happened is Hux got stunned, went dropped to the red, and instead of opening up with my stun ability on Chewie, I actually used the AoE, which cleanses your team. Okay. I don't know if you knew that or not, but if you use the AoE, it cleanses your whole team. So then, and also it gives advantage to your teammates. So then it put Hux and Thrawn at 100% TM. And so basically only your initial stun went from Han. And then Ray, of course, did her uh, crit avoidance thing to everybody, crit immunity. And so then uh, my Hux went and I swapped TM with, uh, and actually I think my, my Thrawn went first. I fractured Ray right off the bat. Then I swapped with Hux to Esso Kylo, stunned Chewie, and then your Han went and double tapped um, Thrawn, who was full HP, full protection. So if you went for Hux on his second move, it would have <laughs> yeah. been bad, but he didn't. <laughs> again, that's, but at that time, it's one out of three chance instead of two out of three to hit yeah. Hux again. Um, and then I think his third move, he went for Kylo. And when when double taps Kylo with his basic, that's reducing TM, uh, which also gives Kylo more HP protection based off his kit. So that actually helps Kylo. Um, and then you'll see in the match, but uh, I ended up winning with only Kylo left. Actually, was able to get two ultimate abilities oh, uh, wow. in the match, and Ray got one. So, yeah. uh, but man, I was so nervous for that for that fight. Oh, so crazy. <laughs> It, that match can go south at any point, at any point. So, honestly, if you're wanting to set a rate team, I would do that exact same team. Yeah. I one-shot it. The chances of wanting are just pretty slim. <laughs> so, um, but then, let's see. The Cura Vets, um, I was tempted to next solo it. And I probably could have because I checked the potency and there's no tenacity down yeah. in their kit. And, and I knew your score and you already attacked. So I was like, dude, I don't want to risk a loss. So I just took Kira, Hoda, and Nest and got 53 versus that. Um, your other front wall team. Oh, it was the crappy Hux team. Oh, yeah. I used um, yeah. Watt lead with um, Mission Zalbar. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I used that in my previous matches. You put the tank tech on Zalbar. He just infinitely scales defensively yeah never lose protection mission gets the weapons tech and she just goes to town (laughs) when you're going against those timeout teams you know like uh, whatever the vandor chewy you know mission kills them they can't be revived so i love using that three-person team against those teams and then open up in the back and to be honest, I really, I was looking at that new team. <laughs> it's like, what is he doing? What is this team? It's my favorite team. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I see why after I fought it, but you'll notice my reaction in the video. I'm like, dude, all I have to do is kill Newt and I win that battle. Like, <laughs> lame team, my initial impression. Yeah. And then you'll see me fight it, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And so, but, um, yeah, just, and then you had a timeout Night Sister team uh, with, um, Zerus. Yeah. And my bounty hunters, I gotta, I gotta say, so my bounty hunters are probably like top notch, just phenomenal. I have, <laughs> I have a, my bounty hunters are perfectly modded to counter night sisters and get 65 every single time. <laughs> I've done this in territory war versus full, all, all five night sisters are relic seven. They get full HP, full protection every time. <laughs> and so I have a, 312 uh, Bosk, 311 Zam, 310 Django, and 309 Boba. Duh, 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 or, duh. Yeah. And so they just go turn after turn. Bosk has a taunt, a mass attack, a basic, and a taunt before Night Sisters take a turn. <laughs> and so, and I have my entire team takes a full turn, and then Dengar is my fifth. He's just one of the ton of crit chance. He's there to just heal everybody up because it's Bosk. Yeah. But uh, I used that team versus your. I'm out team Azaris. I just kept reducing the max HP because of Django's burn on a deep, and then just eventually was able to one shot with Django's rocket and Boba's wrist rocket. Um, I, I love my bounty hunters, so it's just a team I love using. Um, then let's see, what other teams did you have? I had I had CLS Nest. I had the oh. EP team and the Fin team up top. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So if I go through, I'm still I'm still editing it right now. <laughs> so I actually, so I I took my gas versus your fin team, and man was that sketch. <laughs> Forty seven banners. I'm just, oh, I hate that team so much. <laughs> Don't change that. Just keep yeah. running that team. That thing. That team is good. Um, Jedi Knight Revan, I forgot to check your tenacity on your nest. Uh, I just went for it because I'm like, it's Jedi Knight Revan. But then as I'm in the match, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have Basila. I don't have that extra potency. What's the, what's the tenacity on nest? I might get a timeout, you know? And I'm just getting resist after resist after resist. And then an occasional, like every fifth attack, I would get health down, health down. And eventually I was able to whittle down nest. That's why I asked you about that. Tenacity. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and luckily, I had that 17% advantage because uh, I mod my Jedinet Revan with a potency on his cross just because I like to have that stun and the reduction of turn meter and stuff. Um, then let's see if I go through. And then your Palpatine team, I ran with Bastila lead, uh, Ahsoka, and Old Ben. And I needed to have old Ben there for that pre taunt because your Thrawn is blazing fast. Just plus yeah, 152. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want him to stun or fracture anybody that deals damage. I need a pre taunting tank, so I took old Ben in there. Uh, he fractured because you know the pre taunt with Bastila lead. Yeah. Um, and then I just used Ahsoka and Bastila versus that team, and that because their max, their protection is just so high. I was able to get 54 on that team. 
Um, then I did a mirror uh, because when we both did mirror matches because yep. you, yours was negotiated, mine was malevolence. Um, I've been practicing a ton uh, of mirror matches with malevolence because those are just so wild. Um, especially because mine's five stars, yours is six. <clears throat> so what I actually found out is I start Sunfac uh, in the two droid ships, but I also have um, uh, what's the the old Republic ship called? Um, oh, Evan Hawk. Evan Hawk. Yeah. And then I also took in uh, Plo Koon's ship. So I don't know if you've read Plo Koon's ship, but it's yeah. the heal and cleanse is not for Galactic Republic. It's for yeah. all guys. So you can cleanse all the buzz droids off with him with your own from your own uh, ships, accepted uh, yeah. ships. So I took those two in as reinforcements. Then I moved down to uh, your Bastila, and I used my Treus, Sion, and Sith Assassin. <laughs> I'm a huge, huge fan of Sith Assassin. Huge fan. Uh, when they, you know, buffed Malak to nerf Sith Assassin, I was so pissed. Oh, oh I, was, I was too there. Yeah. I was so pissed. So I, and I didn't get a single refund, because I had her at uh, year 13 before, <laughs> <laughs> before uh, Malak came out, before Darth Revan came out, before all that stuff. So I didn't get any refund. Uh, but I actually have her at Relic 5, because she is my favorite nest counter. Um, yeah. Didn't know if you know that, but if you yep. fracture or stun her, daze her, and she's just sitting there for a million years, it doesn't matter. Because Assassin will just go underneath all that building protection, go straight for her HP, and just kill Nest eventually. Yeah. So I love my Sith Assassin. I did the same thing with Bastila, with that uh, bonus protection. I just went underneath the protection, <laughs> went straight for the HP. Uh, and she had she's super fast. I have her at 302 speed or something like that. Um, so pretty fast. Then I moved on to your Poggle Jango team. And I took my own CLS, and I knew I wasn't going to be able to damage Django, but I stunned him first shot just to get him off the charts um, and just waited until he took a turn. And then I instantly liked to play straight for him um, and took that team. And then, <laughs> then I went for your new team, dude. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I actually used this. My, I used this specific Darth Nihilus team last 3v3 GAC where it's just a tank, C3PO, and Darth Nihilus. Yeah. And the whole thing is you just keep calling Darth Nihilus to assist, reducing his cooldowns with 3PO, and he gets an Annihilate like every third turn. <laughs> but obviously I wasn't realizing that 3PO on your end would be increasing my cooldowns. Yeah. Um, and same with Newt, increasing <laughs> cooldowns, and then Watt just wreaking havoc with the Newt Zeta <laughs> doing max HP damage. <laughs> you'll you'll see how quickly my Darth Nihilus just like gets deleted. Yeah. So he he's at like full HP protections going really well. And then just bunch of minus like 9,000s just like the whole screen is filled with minus 9,000s and he just dies I'm like wait what and so obviously L3 and C3PO aren't going to be able to beat that team yeah. so I forfeited um, <laughs> on that <laughs> so that's a very good team 
I, I so. honestly, between my two accounts, we've now had what twelve battles. You know, if you six and six, that team has gotten nine defense. It's such it, a good team. It's absurd. It's very underestimated because I was thinking, you know, I don't really need to pay attention to CPU yep. or Watt. I just have to pay, pay attention to Newt. And I was like, I don't want him to revive, you know, because he'd come back invisible. So I was like, ah, now this is perfect. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Negative. <laughs> yeah. Good team. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and then I was able to clean up with Padme on that team. But still, good team, good team. And the final score was uh, what, Mom? But you had you had two some four. Sort of that. I had two four two four, and he had two yeah. four zero zero. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was pretty close. Um, you know, I yeah. find that I find that pretty ironic too, because like my name's Black Mamba, which you know Kobe. It's twenty four. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Um, yeah, that's a good, it's an auspicious number to win under, at least uh, for you. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good match, pretty close. Uh, you know, you, it, what I like is how intentional you guys were both on defense. Your defenses were very clearly thought out. It wasn't just, you know, people love the idea. Uh, one of you mentioned, I think maybe it was Solo, was saying like, you know, everyone loves the Vader plus mission in Zalbar. Because in yeah. theory, it's like all these da- all this damage over time mm-hmm. and you've got a tank and, you know, you've got all this stuff and that it's, it's okay. But, you know, like that's about as much thought as people put into their defenses. And so I, you know, I think that that's, that's the most fun when you see two good players play, you know, when they don't necessarily, you know, put just only meta teams on defense, uh, which also isn't as creative anyways. It's fun to see intentional uh, synergy teams being able to, you know, uh, do things that are unexpected. Like like the Newt team does just seem really easy to beat. <laughs> Seems absurd. That was, yeah. that was my initial impression. I was like, what the heck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I thought on our server, I've probably swapped – probably 20 to 25 people to using that team on their own defense now nobody wanted to give up Watt, and they're like oh this is such a cheesy team and then (laughs) and they watched and they're like oh maybe it's not yeah 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 i'm still not going to are gonna a lot of people are gonna like that team after they see the video of what it actually has (laughs) so but i mean dude the Ray team, the Ray battle is literally <laughs> what that match came down to. Because if I didn't yeah. one, if I didn't one shot it, I would have lost instantly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just all in the hands of Ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, and that's just the thing. Like you would have had to spend something significant yeah. to clear her after that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it happens. I mean, that I was really surprised when I saw that you. Uh, had one shot at I because I I was I practiced for a long time I couldn't I couldn't get even close to one shotting. Have you have you tried using the AOE first move if your side will get stunned? I didn't try that, so you know that that's that could, also that could be it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because once because once you do the AOE, the supports with advantage because of Hux's unique and uh, Kylo's leadership that gives twenty percent TM. You know. Uh, once you do the AOE, your supports, Thrawn and Hux, will go next. Instantly. It'll be at 100% TM. So, yeah. 
So it, it cleanses, uh, it cl it'll cleanse non first order as well, I guess. Yeah, that's, yes, that was the, cleanses. that was the sticking point for me when I was trying was, um, Thrawn kept, uh, getting stunned like that. It cleanses all dark side allies. So not like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, you know, these kits, I feel like I know all the kids pretty well, or maybe not all of them, but I know a lot of them pretty well. Uh, you know, you have to, if you want to succeed in Grand Arena. Mm -hmm. um, but that's something that's gone under the radar for me even. So that's good. It's good we had you on. I need to learn these things. <laughs> yeah, um, you'll, you'll see in the video, man. Hux just has a sliver of red health. <laughs> Uh, well, that's like on my JTR attack of you. And if you look, uh, when I'm fighting R2 with the Shock T team, he just got down to like this yeah, tiny sliver yeah. of red health. I was like, are you kidding me? I couldn't even take him out. So if I took him out, it would have been an easy cleanup the next turn. Yep. But no, no. <laughs> yeah. We don't want Solo to have good things. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, glad to hear about your guys' match and I will, um, I'll be putting a link to, uh, both of your, uh, so it will have a link to Mamba's just uh, general YouTube page. We'll put your discord server on there as well. Um, you know, go definitely give likes and subscribes and all of that. Um, and then I'll also put a link to Solo's, uh, fight, uh, match against Mamba. And then once yours is up, I will, uh, put yours in there as well I'll edit it in so um all of our listeners can go witness for themselves the um epic struggle <laughs> yeah and uh your uh video and your channel solo will be a link in my description as well excellent thank so, you yep. yeah for sure and i even mentioned like in words across the screen <laughs> to go to your channel and stuff so yeah all right awesome well um I think that this is where we're gonna uh, say goodbye to Black Mamba. Do you have any last, any final things you'd like to share, sir? Um, so well, I hope I don't face you again. <laughs> yeah, sir. It's gonna be rough, man. <laughs> I, I might be next. Nail you never punch. know. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> both of you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. We uh, yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. All right, buddy. All Take right. care. Take care. Yep. All right. All right. Yep. All right. So great to have Black Mamba on with us. Uh, really great game knowledge. You guys should check his channel out once once again. Uh, absolutely worth the look. Uh, and now we're going to transition to our podcast questions section. Uh, so this is part of the part of the show where uh, people can ask us questions via our Discord server, and we'll talk about how to get to that toward the end of this uh, of this podcast. But uh, you know, people people can ask about the game, can ask about uh, just things that they're curious about. And uh, the first question is. You've both mentioned scouting for opponents' tendencies when checking Grand Arena history. Uh, what are some what are some scouting tips for some of us baby tryhards, especially those of us in divisions four to five, where rosters and mod collections are more variable and very few 
uh, General Skywalkers or Galactic Legends exist. Well, I think you're the expert on this one just because of your alt. So, um, you know, when we talked about your alt and lower level accounts last week, I think a lot of people got uh, a lot out of it. So maybe you can expound on your experiences with your alt rather than me just kind of educated guesstimating um, for this one. Sure. Uh, well, and so it's kind of a funny thing. Like the conceit of my whole uh, alt is I don't scout in <laughs> advance. But the truth of it is, so I, I don't just go go hardcore and scout everything. One of the things I do look at, though, for every match, I just look to see who has Darth Revan. At the start of the week, I just look and see which which accounts have Darth Revan or, you know, potentially a developed General Skywalker. You know, like one of the, and all you have to do, you just look at their inventory and at the top, like it, it sorts by GP. And if they're so low GP that you can't even see them at the top of the screen, then you don't have to worry about them, really. Um, you know, it's just a rule of thumb. And if they have Darth Revan, you need you need to know the limitations of your roster. So scouting, in a lot of ways, is knowing the limitations of your roster really intimately. My uh, alt account can't beat Darth Revan teams with Darth Malak if they're relict, and it's rare that I come across them. Uh, you know, because I've kept my relic levels low, so my matchup GP doesn't tend to give me matches with people with really high relic uh, characters, but. It does happen from time to time. And what I have to know is there's not really a win condition if I go straight at Darth Revan. You know, I, I just know I can't be Darth Revan unless I get super lucky. And with that knowledge, it kind of sucks. And I'm working toward getting, you know, getting that counter up, but it takes a while. And in the interim, what you need to you need to know how to counter it. And so, like, for me, scouting, scouting out my opponents, like, is knowing what my weaknesses are and therefore preparing ways to uh, beat that, um, you know. And, and a lot of the times you need to know what your weaknesses are on offense more than you need to know on defense. Uh, if you can't beat a certain team, then you need to find a way. If they have that team, you, need, you can look at Grand Arena history and see what their tendencies are, but... You also have to know they might put it on defense in the most inconvenient spot. And if they do, what's your plan? Uh, you know, my, my final match in uh, the, the last Grand Arena Championships, so season seven, I believe it was, uh, my opponent did have a high relic, Darth Revan and Darth Malik. You know, I wanted to go for the perfect 12-0 and season. And when I looked at their roster... I was like, I can't beat that. And if they put it in the, you know, the bottom zone, I can't, I can't win. I can't, I just can't beat it. So what I ended up doing was I just, I changed my defenses up in a big way and made it so that they couldn't clear my zone either. If they put their Darth Revan down, they couldn't clear, they couldn't clear the, the teams that I put down. Like they, they needed, they would need their own Darth Revan to beat that zone and they ended up not even they beat like one team total because they just weren't prepared for me to turtle that hard and that's what it took for me to get the win like it wasn't a full clear 
but it was still a win because I knew what I couldn't beat and was able to take action accordingly. Weird. Almost like we talked at the beginning of have a plan. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, people are saying like, I've gotten a lot of good feedback from people saying they like my alt account because they just go in haphazardly and just, you know, with all the offensive teams and stuff. But the truth is that that's a plan. Like I scout very short, like I, I scout just a tiny bit to see if anyone has Darth Revan. And that's at the start of the week. And then I usually just forget about it, frankly. But I I always have, you know, unless they have a Malik, then it, it stays in the back of my mind and then I can make adjustments. Like I, I keep most things for offense on my alt. I have some problematic defensive teams and stuff to trip people up. But yeah, like just <laughs> plan, plan accordingly. Know your limitations and, and move forward and, you know, one of the great ways you can know what your limitations are is by watching YouTube videos um, and listening to podcasts about Grand Arena. So you're in the right place. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you want if you want to learn about what counters what and all all of that. Like, there's you know, there's a lot of practical information that we share. You know, over over our meet various mediums. So, um, you know. And sometimes you just got to learn the hard way, frankly, uh, just like Black Mamba did about the uh, Newt team. That Solo <laughs> put on. Yes. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes you just got to take one. So, uh, <laughs> um, the, now the next question is: Tenacity and health are obviously very important to Nest, but can you discuss how slash if Nest should be modded differently depending upon her use? she uh upon her use it's kind of a typo here uh should she be fast with django uh but slow against padme etc yeah i i think well one thing is for sure you should always have nests tenacity i mean the goal is 150 percent, but quite frankly having it higher is even better um it's just a question of do you run a fast nest or a slow nest um, I am a much bigger proponent of a fast nest. I think fast nest goes out and does more damage against teams. So when you're talking about, you know, a banner stealer, I think fast nest does that a lot better, especially when you factor in who people typically use to counter nests, such as JTR or, um, Treya with Nihilus, etc. With that said, I currently have a nest that has a total of plus eight speed uh, because I'm using her to torture people with my ray. Uh, but I would say always use the tenacity sets. And when it comes to speed, kind of go with what works for you. For me, Right now, a slow nest works, but if I didn't have Ray, I'd be running a fast nest. Um, Zareth, I know you have experience with nest against Padme. Which do you think is better there? Oh, well, against Padme, you definitely want slow nest uh, because 
you want to limit the amount of time you're exposed to them. Like the one risk that you're taking against Padme squads is if they're able to build up enough stacks of courage against you, which you're dispelling a lot of that anyways with counters, but if they do build up enough stacks of courage, then they can one-shot you potentially. Um, and so if you're constantly taking a lot of turns uh, with with Nest, then you know whenever you whenever you take a turn, then all of your bonus protection is just gone. Uh, you know it just disappears, and and then it opens you up to that vulnerable point. So you know over the course of five minutes, when you're trying to solo that team, and it does take multiple minutes, it's agonizing. But um, over the course of time. If you if you exp if you get if you take just like you know ten turns, that's limiting that window of being potentially one shot as opposed to if you've taken you know twenty turns. I mean it's it's just it's real simple math. The more turns you expose, the more times you expose yourself to that potential one shot, the more uh, vulnerable you're going to be. So against Padme, uh, always you want you always want slow if you can. Um, so one thing I will add, and I kind of disagree with Solo on this, on the point of having a fast nest. I think that sometimes having a fast nest is great uh, for defense in general. Like, I, I think having a fast nest is cool because uh, of what teams you're trying to defend against. Like, for instance, having a fast nest with uh, with bounty hunters is pretty good, you know, with with Django specifically because if she can go berry first, then she can daze the entire team. She does her AOE daze, and that shuts down a ton of counter teams to counter bounty hunters. Uh, other teams, you want that you want to maximize the opportunity for them to time out. So having a slow nest is good. So I, I think. Really, it's a it's a look on what you're trying to accomplish with your nest. Um, putting AB days is great because it, it because it is, but other teams don't care about AOE days. So just depends on who she's placed with is all. Yes. Um. All right, and our last our last one is. Would lo would love to have someone explain how to use the mod mods optimizer website. And I know very little about that. I've used it a little bit when remodding accounts, uh, just to make sure I have the very fastest characters. You know, if, if I need to make Darth Revan the fastest ever, then I use that optimizer to find the best mods for that. But otherwise, I have very little experience. So Solo, please uh, share your expertise. Bestow. Bestow some knowledge upon us, sir. Yeah, I, I just spent probably two to three hours on it, uh, helping somebody remod their account. Here's what I'll say about the Mod Optimizer website. It is a fantastic tool, and it is great, but it has zero nuance at all. So if the computer program says, X person wants health. It's just going to pull in the six mods that give that character the best health. And that's what it's going to do. Um, to get, so if you just want very basic mod assignments, because 
you don't want to deal with figuring out each individual character. Just put in the basic whatever, click optimize my mods, and it'll tell you where, you know, where to get the mods to put on that character. And it's very basic. It's not going to be the proper way to mod a lot of the characters, though. Like, it, the mod website's not going to tell you how to properly mod, say, your Imperial, tr Imperial Trooper. Wow, can't talk. Troopers to get the turn meter correctly. It's not going to tell you how to mod Jolie to be uh, immune to crits. It's not going to tell you... I, I find it's awful with Padme squads. It just doesn't understand the Padme lead at all. Uh, and... None of this, just as an aside, is meant towards any sort of dig towards the guy that runs it. I think he, the website he put together is fantastic. Just when you have 170-something characters, you know, <laughs> you're not going to get every one of them perfect. So this isn't against him. It's just um, the website has its limits. You have to understand that it has its limits. To the person that asked this question, he did kind of say that he wants uh, mod sets that set and forget, and he doesn't want to go too in-depth. So if that's what you're looking to do, just put the order of the characters that you think is important, because it'll assign the best mods to the people that you have at the top of the list, and the worst mods go to the person that, or the characters at the bottom of the list. And then you click optimize and it'll tell you how to set up those mod sets. Um, if you want to be super competitive in the game, you're going to have to know specifically what each character or how you want each character to be modded. And it, the website is set up with um, little bars that you could adjust the importance of each individual stat when they're looking for mods. And if you spend enough time, you can actually perfect all the stats on that with, and get it set up the way you want, um, which is what I do when I help people remod their account. It's, but other than that, it, just for the basics, put in the characters and click to optimize. Yeah. Um... It, it is a fantastic tool, but like any tool, I mean, it, it's just the same. It might, it's probably slightly better even, but I mean, <laughs> people say thing. people will tell me things sometimes. They're like, okay, so they'll ask me first, so how, how do I mod X characters? So I'm like, oh, they want, you know, speed and potency. And they're like, oh, well, the game's, uh, the game has an auto uh, modding <laughs> service where, you know, they they just put like crit damage on them. I'm like, the game doesn't know anything. <laughs> they don't. You know what my favorite part about that game auto assign thing is? I, I had I had never used it before two days ago, um, and just out of curiosity, I was like, huh, I wonder how this works. And my favorite part of it is. So you ask it to auto-assign mods to a certain character, and the game has it set up like, say, this character needs crit chance and crit damage. 
Um, if you have a hundred health mods in, you know, free in your inventory, but no crit chance or crit damage, and you click auto assign, it won't assign any mods. <laughs> because <Whoa. laughs> it's only looking for crit chance and crit damage. That's really funny. I didn't it, know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I learned that the other day when I was just playing around with it just to see what it was like. <laughs> but yeah. So moving on, because we've been going for a long time tonight and actually for me this morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty late for you. Um, <laughs> Why don't we move on to uh, our alt life? And so... Zareth, how'd you do on your alt this week? Um, I did well. I went 3-0. <laughs> nice. My, my last opponent was uh, kind enough to uh, read the message I sent saying, hey, good job. Like, you you actually cleared me way more efficiently than most people on this account. Like, you did a good job. If you want to see my video, here's how to find it, etc." They were kind enough to read it and leave the room. <laughs> um so i was really glad i'm really glad to say that i spanked them they couldn't beat my fleet and they put a really hard they put their negotiator on fleet on defense and i beat theirs in two hits and moved along so good riddance to that person and unless they actually watched and enjoyed it and were listening to this podcast in which case i think you're great <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> So that yeah, uh, six and zero on my alt, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm rolling. I guess I'm doing even doing the feats. Uh, so how about you, Solo? How did you do this? Week? Uh, I, well, I I am a hero on Hoth, on my alt. I also got the old Ben and R two feet, so I did get those things. Uh, I did only go two and one though. In the second match, I ran into my first Galactic Legend. Um, and while I may be farming for a Galactic Legend Ray on this account, I do not have a non-mirror counter on this account. So I could not clear the Galactic Legend Ray. They had very sloppy clear of my defenses, but I couldn't clear the Ray. So um, I got the loss there, but I finished 2-1. and one. I'm 5-1 and one overall on my alt, and actually on both accounts right now. So I'm in fantastic shape. Um, you know, it sucked to lose to the Galactic Legend, but at the same time, uh, I'm five and one, so it's, and it's an alt, so I'll, I'll live. <laughs> yeah, you, you will. It, it happens. Um, yeah, Galactic Legends can be frustrating, though, if you don't have one yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, you'll have one soon, I think. So, um, thirty shards in. Useful. Yep. Very soon then. Not next week, but maybe the week after. So. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us to uh, Solo. What have you been doing to prepare for Grand Arena? What kind of upgrades did you make to your roster this week to give you an edge? So uh, this is for our main accounts, and on my main account, I've brought Jedi Knight Revan up to R four. Um, I had grief at gear 10 and double zated. So this week I brought him up to gear 11 
and then uh, first order stormtrooper I brought to G13, and now I am solely on the supreme leader Kylo train, uh, gearing up to get him. Uh, so not a lot done this week, but I think good was done this week. Uh, what about you? Um, I haven't really done much at all. I've just been putting random gear on random resistance characters. So <laughs> not much progress made anywhere. My, uh, Chewie, my veteran Chewie is close to gear 13. Um, and then I did actually the one detour you know, we keep saying I'm going to just stick to resistance uh, until I get Galactic Ray. I did want to get Mando up to gear 11 because uh, he's just better at gear 11. Um, <laughs> surprised gear 11 is better than 10. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I wanted to get, I, I just wanted to be able to put his, you know, to have him ready when I, once I finally do farm him, he'll be ready. Uh, so he's at gear 11 now. And then I got Kieti Monday to gear eight, and now he requires Kyrotech, so I'm going to stop. But then I got overzealous on his abilities, and you know I, I originally told uh, told Solo that I um, <laughs> that that I accidentally did it, and then I corrected myself right away. I, I put a Zeta on on <laughs> Kieti Monday, um, which is Zeta is just so good, like. He has this, he has the, one of his abilities is just buffing other Jedi. Like, it's just a second leadership, but it's not called leadership. So, like, he's, he's just giving all these stats to other Jedi, and the Zeta is just plus 30 speed to all Jedi. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, duh. Like, and that could actually come in handy, uh, you know, even at gear eight, you know, if he's, <laughs> you know. I guess he has to live, so that's problematic. But, you know, like, he's... So, he's got a Zeta, for, for what it's worth. And I still have three other Zetas that I'm saving. I will easily have six Zetas available for Ray once I unlock her in the distant, distant, distant future. So I don't feel too bad. And that was... That is a Zeta I'm going to spend eventually. It doesn't impact my uh, matchup footprint at all, so... Yeah, fun, fun to have it, and I don't know. I don't even feel bad because I barely did anything else with my account this week. So, <laughs> um, anyways, that's that's it for that's it for the podcast for the most part. Now, um, you know, we've referenced our YouTube channel, our Discord. Uh, we have a counter sheet that is uh, the best in the entire world, probably. Um, that sounds cocky, but I actually think that it is possibly true. Um, so Solo is highly, highly skilled and motivated individual who will guide you through how to find all of these things. Yeah, I really need to start talking at the end so I can make Sarah do this more. Um, so <laughs> we, we have YouTube, both of us have YouTube accounts where we record and sometimes live stream our Grand Arena rounds. If you search my name, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5 on YouTube, um, that'll get you to my page. If you search for Zareth, his name is X-A-E-R-E-T-H, that will get you to his page on YouTube. Uh, we will also have the links down below. We have the counter sheet that Zareth already talked about, but wants me to talk about again. 
And that is just, uh, you know, we list every team that we fought, and that's the full five members. We list the full team that we beat the team with. And then most importantly, we have a timestamped link to a video of the fight so that you can watch how the counter actually works or how well the counter works. So you can decide if you can or want to do it on your account. Uh, there's a link to that below. The link is also in all of our YouTube videos. And then finally, um, we it's been mentioned already, but we have a Discord server. It's a Grand Arena-focused Discord server. Uh, a lot of people there to help answer questions if you have it during your Grand Arena rounds or in preparation for your Grand Arena rounds. There is a link to that down below or in all of our YouTube links as well. And with that said, it is time to say good morning, Zareth, and <laughs> I need some sleep. Agreed. So go get some sleep. I will um, get this posted, and I hope that everyone who is listening has a wonderful day or night, depending on where you are and when you're listening to this. Yes, and remember, Zareth, don't be a dick. And evil sucks. <laughs> Words to live by. Yes. All right. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>